Welcome to the Thrive Church Podcast. We are so glad that you are joining us for this time today. We hope that this message will encourage you, build your faith, and help you thrive with God and thrive in life. Now to the message. Hey, we're starting a new collection of talks we're calling Strength uh, Training. Strength Training. And today I wanted to speak a message um, entitled this is, Where is your strength coming from? Where is your strength coming from? Now, I don't know about you, but how many people have helped someone move? Yeah? Okay, if you have a truck, you'd probably have both hands up. Um, But how many, like for some reason, I know a lot of people that move and and I just say yes. And And I've moved a lot of people. How many know there's a right way and a wrong way to move furniture? There's a right way and a wrong way to move heavy boxes, right? There's the one way um, is, is like you use your back, right? Like, okay, use your back and use it like a crane, right? Okay, yeah, just pick it up. Yeah, just bear hug that box, right? Or sofa beds, they are from the pit of hell, but because they are always, somehow they're always, oh, where would you like this sofa bed? Second floor. Um, Great. Um, <laughs> yeah. Do you have a sofa bed? But then when you lift it, what happens is if you use your, your back, your strength is coming from your back, um, it might work a couple times. It might work one or two times. But then after a while, what's going to happen is you're going to get hurt, right? You're going to hurt your back if your strength is coming from your back of, of the weight that you're lifting, the heavy boxes you're lifting. Um, you know, that sofa bed, not only that is if you then are lifting with your back and you're on the up part of the sofa bed and they're on the down part, you're going to hurt that other person too, right? That someone else will get hurt if you are carrying things a wrong way. You're going to get injured. It might last for a bit, but there's the right way to do it and the wrong way. Now, the other way, right, we've all heard is use your knees, use your knees. And, and so you use your knees so that you can use your leg muscles, your leg strength, and, and you can lift, right? You use, use it and you can usually go for longer. You can, you can lift things without injuring yourself. Now, why am I talking about this? Am I moving in a couple weeks and you guys are helping me? No, I'm not. <laughs> you thought I was just gonna set you up. But I think in life, there are heavy things that we all deal with. There in life, there are heavy things that we all have to deal with. And I think there is a right way and a wrong way. You know, maybe it's the past two years. Maybe that has been heavy for you. Maybe it's the job demands that you're, you're going through and you feel the pressure and it is heavy that you have to work through. Maybe there's, there's a, an attack on your family there, there's issues. Maybe your kids have, have some challenges and, and some issues and it's heavy. Maybe there is a loss, uh, maybe a miscarriage, maybe, maybe even a, a, a negative medical report, or sometimes there's heaviness that comes with change. Like even if it's a new change, like look at the Israelites, they had some change and then it's like, oh, there's Jericho. Oh, there's 33 other kings. Great. There's some heaviness to there. And there's heavy things in life that, that we, you and I, need to have strength to deal with, to walk through. And, and, and my question is, where is your strength coming from? Because whether or not we all will deal with it, it's just how are you dealing with it? I think the first one is this, is where, where does my strength come from? Uh, the first way I think is from me. It's from me. I'm just going to grit my teeth and deal with it right? I'm going to try and solve this problem. I'm going to deal with the pain. I'm going to set my own course. 
You know, I think this is very similar to lifting a box with using your back when your strength is coming from your back. Because there is only, it might work a few times, but there's only so long that you can do it. There's only so long that the strength can come from you. And then it might work a bit, but eventually it'll hurt you. It'll hurt others. And if, if you, when, when you are the strength, um, it's like, that's where I think when it's like, hey, I'm, I'm the one who's gonna do this. I think that's where we get like, okay, I need to work on me. I need to like put me as number one. Like I need to be, uh, I, I, if I'm the strength, well, then I need to become better. I need to do more. I need, I need, I need, right? And where, 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 where I am the strength. But there, let's be real. There's only so much you can do if, if your child is having challenges. There's only so much you can do. There's only so much and so long that you can uh, uh, do, carry heaviness in, say, your marriage. There's only so much, so long you can carry, deal with heaviness of life before you're at the end of you, before you no longer can, can take it anymore. You know, I, I, and eventually you become exhausted. You become exhausted. It is exhausting trying to do everything in my own strength in me doing everything. But I think life was not meant to be lived that way. Life was not meant to be lived where our strength is coming from me, where the strength is coming from me. Because eventually you're gonna come to the end of yourself where you're either gonna give up, you're gonna give in, you're gonna crumble, or you're gonna just, you know, just become like, ah, whatever, ambivalent, right? And that's, that's no way to live. I think Jesus has a way for you and I to live and where we can get strength from. And not just to handle it, like not just to cope it, right? Like with that sofa bed, just coping, getting it up that stair and like barely. But instead that we would be able to handle, but that we'd also be able to overcome the weight in life. In, in Ephesians 10, it says this. Ephesians 10, I think this is the way that God has for us is Ephesians 10 says, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Be, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. It's not just being strong to be strong, like, hey, be strong, right? He's not just saying, okay, yeah, be strong. No, he's saying, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. See, as Christians, our strength comes from and out of our union and relationship with God. That is where our strength is supposed to come from, is to come from. And the more we live in him and in his power, the more we can actually have his strength working through us and be able to go through life and, and not be on my own, but in his strength. I like the Amplified. It says this. The Amplified says, in conclusion... Uh, be strong in the Lord. Be empowered through your union with him. Draw your strength from him. That, that strength which his boundless might provides. Isn't that good? That, that Paul encourages us, hey, be strong in the Lord. How many, like, if you've lived any sort of life, you know there's going to be some weight in life. There's going to be some challenges. From good things that come along, 
right? Hey, I got a job promotion. Oh my goodness, this is what I'm supposed to do, um, right? Or from the heavy, hard things that, that just ache at your heart in life. There's gonna be weight in life. And what are we to do? To be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Um, that as followers of Jesus, our strength, our power comes from and comes out of our union and our relationship with him. It comes from being in the Lord. See, when you make Jesus Lord of your life, you are now, scripture says, you are now in Christ. Spiritually speaking, you are now, your life is in Christ. And that you are actually at now a place of strength. Because be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Now, when you become a Christian, spiritually speaking, you are now in Christ. Colossians 3, 3 tells us this. For you died. Oh, you died, yeah. The old you's gone. And your life is hidden with Christ in God. That now your life is in Christ. You are now in Christ. Paul over and over and over, almost to, like he uses this word, this term so many times, in Christ. Speaking of now as a new creation that you now have, uh, that you are a new creation. Uh, 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, therefore, if, en if anyone is uh, in Christ, again, that term in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. So when you become a Christian, old things have passed away. You suddenly don't get a, a physical makeover, right? Um, but you spiritually, you become new. That the old you is done away with. That now you have a new identity in Christ as a son and a daughter of God, that you are children of God. So you now have a new identity in Christ. The old is done. You are now in Christ and you have new promises. Second uh, Corinthians 1.20 says this. It says, for all the promises of God in him are yes and in him, amen, to the glory of God through us. So all of now you in Christ, you have a new identity. You are not who you were before. All this passed away. Now you are in Christ. You have new promises. Um, and know what? You also now have, you are empowered by, uh, empowered as a son and daughter of God, that now you have the Holy Spirit dwelling in you. That the same power, uh, um, Romans 8, 11 says that the same power that raised Christ from the dead now dwells in you. But the same spirit that, uh, of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you. He who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. So you now have the same power that raised Jesus from the dead, Holy Spirit, in you to give you power. Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. So spiritually, you are now in a place of strength, a place of, of power in Christ. And as long as you're a Christian, that's where you are. But short rebuttal to my own message. A rebuttal to my own message is, if this is the case, which it is, but if this is the case, that we are now seated in a place of strength with Christ, we are in a place of power, why are we, why at times does it feel like we struggle or even get crushed under the heavy things of life? Have you ever, have you ever felt that? 
that like under the heaviness of Christ, uh, heaviness of Christ, yeah, that's called the anointing. That's a good thing. Um, the heaviness under the weight of life. Have you ever felt that? I know I have. And like, I read like, okay, I'm more than conquer in Christ, but then I feel more at times more like the conqueree. Yeah. That's not a word, but it, it is today. Conquery. And if I'm honest, maybe you've done this before, is then you're like, as you're, as you're feeling this, as you're feeling the weight, as you're feeling maybe a bit of struggle, it's like, I feel, I sh I sh you have a conversation. I, sh I shouldn't do this. Like, I I'm a Christian. I shouldn't be dealing with this. I should be able to handle this. You know, I'm a Christian. I should know this. And then what happens? I don't know about you, but then I try harder. I try to do better. I, I, and, and I try to do more of whatever I was doing that obviously wasn't working before. <laughs> Have you done that? Yeah. Have you ever found that? And, and I try harder and I try in my own strength. So in the response to my own rebuttal to my own message <laughs> is this, is could it be that we just need strength training? That we just need strength training to train ourselves how to operate in the strength, in the power uh, of the Lord and, and our identity in Christ. That to really to retrain and renew, um, to operate in our new identity in Christ as new creations and in, in that salvation package that he provides us. Right? Because naturally speaking, like we all have muscles, some of us more than me. Um, and, but so we all have the capability. Like I definitely have a capability of lifting some stuff out there. Um, but there, there's a difference between, I have the capability, but I need to train a bit. I need to exercise a bit to lift a bit more, right? I have a certain ability, but in order to actually use my muscles that God gave me on my own body, I probably should train a bit more. Probably should go to the gym a bit more. Now, don't say amen too loud. <laughs> but in the same way that we go to the gym to build our strength, I think there, there are things that we can do to build our strength in terms of our spiritual strength. There are things that we can do practically to be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Not just say, okay, be strong in the Lord, power of his might. Have a good day. But actually that we can that we can actually train just as, as we would physically to be strong. I, I, you know, Paul finishes Ephesians 6, or after Ephesians 6, 10, uh, after he says, hey, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might, he then goes into um, a metaphor of, of, about the armor of God. The armor of God. And I, and I don't think it's, it's a mistake at all. I think these there you, you see different areas in there. And in, in terms of the strength building, you could also think of it as leg day, cardio day, upper body, right? Like there's different areas. And if you have all of them, then you will be strong in the Lord, right? If, if you, I'm not, okay, I probably should, but have you ever seen someone like they're big, but like, I know, like if I made them mad, I could outrun them because every day is arm day, but there is no cardio, like, right? And, and so like to be, they're, they're fit in some ways, but totally, they, maybe they need a bit of cardio. Josiah, you need a lot of everything. But, but I, I, I think too, is that as we see, as we dive into here of Paul, what he talks about the armor of God is that it's not just one or the other or pick and pull, but that we can, it's actually in some ways like a training or a strengthening in that area. 
and that just as it's healthy to do leg day, to do arm day, to do cardio, and anything else that we're supposed to do, stretching, um, stretching, and, and so, and to do all those things so that you can what? Be healthy, that you can be strong in every way. And I think spiritually, we can see that through Ephesians. So Ephesians 6, 11, it says this. Ephesians 6, 11 says, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand the evil day and having done all to stand. Take up the whole armor of God, not just one or two, but to take up the whole armor of God, to, be, to train or to be physically or spiritually fit, if you will, uh, well across the, the, the spectrum that he goes into, right? Because when the evil day comes, you know, at times there are evil days that come, right? The enemy, he, he brings things on, or there's sometimes there's just life that happens because we live in a fallen world. And that we are to put on the full armor of God. And what will happen is then we are able to be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. You know, I think back to, to Joshua. Joshua, he was going into the promised land or just before. And the Lord um, said, be strong and courageous for the Lord is with you. And I think that is so, so, so good. It's amazing. Um, and, and so he steps in and because God was with him. Today, God is with us. But we actually have one step better than him. That, 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 you know, Joshua, the Lord was with him, but now we, spiritually speaking, we are now in Christ. We are not, God is not just with us, we are now in him. So now because of Christ, because of Jesus, now we actually have one better. We have one better than Joshua. Joshua, he took on new land. He was strong and courageous because the Lord was with him. Today, Jesus, God is with you. He'll never leave you. He'll never forsake you. But now your life is also hidden in Christ. You have promises in Christ. You have a new identity in Christ. Um, I'll get to what I said I was going to read. Here we go. Ephesians 6, 11, it says this. Um, I've just read that. Ephesians uh, 6, 14, rather. It says this. Put on... Uh, stand therefore, having girded your waist with truth. Put on a belt of truth, right? A belt holds things where it should be. It holds your pants up. Having put on the breastplate of righteousness. Breastplate, it, it protects your heart, right? Righteousness is who you are. That he who knew no sin became sin, that you might become the righteousness of God. Again, that scripture is in Christ Jesus our Lord. That, that today, that we are righteous that we are the righteousness of God. We are righteous in right standing another way with God. And then it goes on uh, in verse 15. Um, and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace, putting shoes of the gospel on your feet. Um, I'll, in the coming weeks, I'll get into a bit more, but so that you have, can have fo uh, firm footing, not moving backwards, but moving forward. Um, then uh, verse, chapter, verse 16, it says this. It says, above all, taking the shield of faith, which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one, right? Faith, faith in God. What is faith? Faith is trust in him. Trust that God will do what he said he will do. 
and trust in action. And so that no matter what comes your way, what situations are telling you, what others are telling you, that you can stand firm in what he says. Then the helmet of salvation, verse 17, it says, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, a helmet where it changes your perspective right? Um, and this, the sword, the word of God. And then verse 18, it talks about, and then praying. But each piece of armor, each piece of armor allow, put together allows us to be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Uh, to put on, putting this on or training in these areas in the word, training uh, in, in righteousness, training in truth, um, in salvation, that it actually makes you strong so that you can withstand anything that comes your way. That you're strong, not, that's how you get out of yourself, right? Is, is you be strong in the Lord through this. Now, rather than just leave it there, uh, in the coming weeks, I, I'm, I wanna give you practical ways of how we can actually do that. How can we train in the, the, the truth? How can we train in the sword of the spirit? How can we train or put on the breastplate of righteousness? Because it would be really easy and nice to just be like, put on the armor of God, go for it. But like there are practical things that we can do daily so that we can be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. So that we can live in and out of who we are in Christ, what he's provided for us, so that we can be, um, that we can, be of good courage, that we, can, that we can take on the weight and that as we do, that we'll be able to move forward in what God has. You know, can I, can I just encourage you today with this is that no matter what you're facing, no matter what challenge it is, that God today, he is with you. But not only is God with you, but that through Jesus now, your life is hidden in Christ. That now through Jesus, you have a new identity. Now through him, you can operate in his salvation package of what he has for you. That you don't have to do it on your own. That it doesn't have to be by your power, by your strength, but by his power, his strength, his spirit. Because God has got you. God has got you. No matter what is in front of you. I just encourage you one more time with this. I'll read it out of Ephesians. It says this, Finally, brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Why don't we just pray right now all together? And maybe you're here today and it's been a week, maybe it's been a month, maybe it's been a year. And you feel the heaviness. Why we right now, we just close our eyes, put our focus to him right now. Today, God says he's got you. He's not leaving you. He's not forsaking you. And that it's not by your power, your might, not by how, what you can come up with, but it's by his spirit that you will not only get out of the weight that you're under, 
but that you will overcome. So Father, right now I just pray. Father, for your lightness, Father, you say, come to you all who are are carrying heavy burdens and you'll give us rest. You'll give us relief for the weight, the heaviness. And that is by your spirit. And then it's just as we walk with you, as we do life with you, as we turn to you, that you give us your lightness, your peace, and Lord, you give us your strength. So Father, right now, I just pray for strength. Strength right now in Jesus' name. Father, for courage to arise. Where there's been discouragement, where there's been thoughts that just given up, I pray for courage to arise. In Jesus' name. Father, I pray for faith to arise. Father, I just pray right now. Father, for those who have asked the question, what's the point? What's the point? God, I pray right now that you just speak to their heart that they have a purpose, that you have a plan, that you are not done with them, that they have a reason for being here. God is not done with you. God is not finished. You are valuable. You are loved. Don't give up. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining us for the Thrive Church podcast. We hope this message encouraged you, built your faith, and helped you thrive with God and thrive in life. We would love to see you on a Sunday soon, in person or online. You can get all the information at thrivecalgary.ca. If you would like to support and partner with Thrive Church financially, you can do so by going to thrivecalgary.ca and click the Give button. Know God is for you. We love you and have a great week.